And we're back. How you doing, guys? This is Ishmaela Woody Traori. And, and we have Christopher Chance. <laughs> oh, Chris, why you didn't let me do the intro for you? Oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's all good. Nah, this call about to be sponsored on, at the beginning, low key, by some motherfucking Teddy Grams. Teddy Grams. If they're not chocolate chip, I don't. Come on. These bitches. Are they chocolate? Are they chocolate chip? I apologize to anyone who's listening to me much on a Teddy Graham. I need this for this one. We gonna go in, y'all. We are going to go in. There. How you doing, Chris? What's been good with you? Nothing. Just working. Being a college student, trying to be. Shit's fucking trash. I have a cracked iPhone right now. Going through some real first world problems, dude. But uh, I mean, we're here. Um, I'd like I'd like to know, bro. I'm like I'm like big bro. I'm really not big brother, but I lo- I'd love to know. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to deal with the time between now and 12 o'clock to play Red Dead Redemption 2, the latest installment from Rockstar Games. Uh, they're going to be trying to redefine the world. I mean, the open world genre. Uh, really, really excited for that. And I'm going to be a cowboy. And that's going to be cool. You know what's scary about games like Red Dead Redemption? Like, there's no Easter eggs out yet. And this is a video game for people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But what's really dope about games like this, Chris, is that there might be unfinished maps already on the game that clearly we can't get to, or y'all can't get to because I ain't got the game. But those games be so big, man, and so many things you could do, right? Like, can't you, like, smoke a cigarette on there and shit like that? Um, I can't confirm that, but I can confirm that um, when you go into more, uh, I guess, uh, more colder regions... Um, your horse's testicles shrink. Okay, so, so... like, basically with this video game, Rockstar is trying to make every single little detail, like, they're trying to, like I said, redefine the open world genre and bring it to a level of immersion that hasn't been found in a game yet. Um, they've spent, they've spent, like, seven years on this. They have unlimited funding because Grand Theft Auto V probably brings in, like, a billion dollars each year. Um... This is about to be something special. I think it's going to be the game of the generation. I think it's going to be uh, one to remember for a very long time and one that sets the status quo of how we look at open world video games. Um, I'm very excited for it, definitely. And I think my PlayStation is going to blow up. Woody, do you know the install size of this video game? What is it, 36 gigs? 36 gigs? <laughs> no. Fuck no, baby. It's a hundred, nigga. It's a hundred. I had to delete two games for this bitch. Mm. Mm. What games did you delete? Um, I deleted Final Fantasy 15 and I deleted uh, Fallout 4. Got you. Two games you definitely don't play. Yeah. That's fine. Finish those. It'd be like that. It was cool. I got to get an external hard drive. Do you have one yet? Um, For PS4? For, for PlayStation? Yeah. No, but... Man, I'm. Don't make me nerd out about that. No, it, Look, it's just quick, like it's, I just be thinking about it because I haven't bought one yet, bro. Like we've been doing this podcast basically since the PlayStation Fours came out, and like, man, I ain't, I, I ain't need that shit. I ain't bought an external hard drive since PlayStation Two. Ooh, in the back, the media bay. Yeah, I had the big butt on my shit. <laughs> but anyways, shout outs to Mike Seegers, man. That man just blessed us with some pictures. I ain't posting them shits though, Mike. I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait, bro. I'm going to milk that shit, dog. Uh, you see, I, if y'all ain't noticed on the Instagram, I've been real low. Information first, man. All the all the, look, the thought shit later. I know I just had to throw that in there, but this nigga Mike just shrunk the internet with the pictures he just posted. I ain't going to lie. He called me, Chris, and he was like, so I could poke a hole in the air unit? I wasn't going to tell him just yeah off the bat. I was like, come on, you got to put some rocks in that bit. Mike was like, that bit ain't working. I don't know what they did. All I know is you know you know you know some pictures you gonna get be lit when and when in, when the folder instead of it say Coral Studios that shit said Boral Studios. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, hold oh, up! <laughs> I was like, hold up! I ain't said tripping or nothing, but she. Yo, shout yeah, out man. to my nigga Mike. Uh, Mike is a very talented photographer. It's crazy yeah, to man, see Mike, his progression. Yeah. Mike do his thing. Yeah, bro. We've been able to all grow together, and uh, Mike has been growing at an exponential rate. Uh, this nigga's gonna be like the next Nick Knight or some shit. But uh, 
Now you lying. No, I, I have to empower my black brothers. No, 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 no. I'm not hating on Mike. No. Mike don't got to be the next Nick Knight. Mike going to be the first Mike. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I, you know I didn't what mean? mean to say it like that. You, you know what I mean? I'm talking about notoriety. Nah, that's the perfect segue to what I want to talk oh, about, bro. Shit. Yeah, man. Now, anybody who be listening to us know how I feel about things and people. But lately, I've been... Every now and then, I, I branch out of my own comfort zone. I get out of my own echo chamber because I love taking in and digesting different information. And when you see stuff come up like a complex con or you see the turn of the new year, you start to see who is pandering towards what audience. You start to see who's trying to make money off of certain things rather than educate, who's doing the education, who's doing this, who's doing that, et cetera, et cetera. All of this has to do with culture, per se. Now, remember, if y'all already remember what we talked about before, and Chris, you'll know this, like, the cool guy stuff is definitely Marvel. The Joe Budden's world is definitely DC. Like, without a doubt, that shit is like DC. What's those other comic worlds? Like, the one that got, like, not Parappa the Rapper, but the one that got, like, Felix the Cat in it or some shit. Dude, I don't it's know. Like a, it's, like a, it's like another one. It's like, Wait, you know, like anime? another... Well, anime's like Shonen Jump. Well, Shonen Jump owns that. No, no, so no, it's no, like, no, no. So no, like, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, you know, the uh, how we're comparing them, like how like Joe Budden and all of them are easy. No, no, no. I'm not going that deep. I'm just saying that it's just another world. You get what I'm saying? So Joe Budden's in that world where like everyone cares about drinking and they like to be social at drinking events and they don't like really like these black dudes like to be with white girl i mean with black girls and like the white dudes want to look black you know how they like they cut their hair and trim their beards to look more urban than they would than to look like white john america b. you know what i mean john b rory whoever you know what i mean like that's their world wow. you know what i'm saying wow. that's the rory. i'm not mad at their world yo bro you can't tell yo bro he's like a kappa that's a black fraternity. Wow. Yeah, he's like, bro, Duce Palooza is not marketed. Duce Palooza is not marketed towards Condé Nast. It's marketed towards black people. Oh, of course. And he's a part of Duce Palooza, if not one of the founders. Like, he, that man got a great flow, but we know it's an urban flow if we're just keeping it a buck, you know? And he so, wears like, a hat. That's, not really, that's not really our thing, you know? We, like we're in we're in a different universe, but we're all trying to I guess like get a piece of the pie in our universe. So there's another universe, Chris. I forget about that's like the other side of what we're doing. So that's like the shoe surgeon. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know where I'm going with this, Chris? Yes. It's like the um the Joshua Vidas kind of world. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like the it's like the I'm inspired by hip hop, but nothing about me is hip hop because I'm not black, so I, I can reap the benefits the of Jonah um. No, 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 no! Stop, stop, stop! Because Jonah Hill has collided, and it's not a race thing. Uh, Jonah Hill, I just cool. think it's, it's a, just a it's yeah, but 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 it's but let's not make it a race thing because it's not really a race thing as much as just just it's just a cultural thing, and culturally, um, the games to be. So not told. So I get that. Like, there's people like you who are young and you skate and you actually do these things. You're dealing with your hardships now. But there's a kid who, who's just like you on the other side of the coin who has money and he can just go buy the Daniel Arsham 4D shoes for retail or resale. And he's not loyal to any brand. And he wears whatever somebody like you says is cool. And then he also, you know, like goes to like a Joshua Vidas, you know, um, art show not knowing where that guy's original art comes from and stuff like that and these guys are just high five and making money and i love it because it makes our job that much more fun because we're the polar opposites of what they represent you know what i mean they're like hey we're in this for money and to work with stores and stores are going to work with us because we have to make consumers consume when in reality they're eating off what we do which is perfectly fine. And what, and what do we do? We cultivate and make the actual product serviceable, if not make the product. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and I just think it's really interesting that when I look at their, like, I guess their worlds, it's, it's, it's cringy to me because I'm not in it. But 
those worlds thrive so well because we work so hard and so well in what we're doing. And to me, it's just so interesting how at times we will forget that because we're in our own world, that we're being the first of who we want to be. So when you say Mike's going to be the next Nick Knight, no, Mike's going to be the first Mike because by the time we bubble up, there's going to be people who are going to be following Mike's whole career and might not know about Nick Knight. You get what I'm saying? It might take another artist to put them on Nick Knight the way Frank Ocean put people on Stanley Kubrick, even though that man's been around blase blase, but you get what I'm saying? Some people never even known until you hear it in a Frank Ocean song. You feel me? And I know to some people, they're going to be like, no, people been, no, the average human don't be knowing about shit until it gets musically put in front of them and rap genius puts them on game and someone gets their Googles on and stuff. So really all I'm saying, Chris, is be mindful that we are the history. We, we don't have to be the next anything else. We are the history because we're in our own realm playing our own game. You know, like remember like two years ago or a year ago, you know, people was like oh you guys are gonna be like Jesus and Miro and I'm like what my nigga was Woody vs. Poppy like why am I my own person you know you're your own person let's go our own route because we're our own people and, and we make what we want to happen happen you know it's really important to be to be cognizant of that shit dog because you'll fuck around and forget how great you are chasing around someone else's legacy that's it it's nothing even to be mind blown about. It's just, you know, it's just real talk. It's just real talk. So shout outs to everybody in their realm doing what they're supposed to be doing. But oh, that shit makes me cringe, to be honest. I I, I, I think y'all are fucking terrible. But uh, and shout outs to my friend Evan. He just texted me on Instagram. He told me I should send I should send the shoe to Ellen. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. doing her. I ain't mad at him. But that ain't happening. In the corals? No. Dude, Ellen be dancing. Nah, I'm good. Yo, did you see that 90s uh-uh. documentary on Netflix? Watch that. You're going to learn a lot about the 90s that your ass didn't know. I think the dopest, the dopest thing that they did is they showed Bill Clinton for what he oh, really he was, bro. The 90s, bro, the 90s. Black people. Yeah, the night. Yo, bro. Bro, black people, man. It is not good to play telephone if you don't know your history. Bro, when I was a kid, all they did was tell us that Bill Clinton mm-hmm. was the first black president. I get why they say that, but I don't think they should I mean, say that. The, that dude was not the best rule. president. One of really. the most detrimental laws yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But see, this documentary kind of give, gives you backstory as to why that shit was even implemented. You know what I mean? He ran his whole second campaign kind of on Republican values, but being a Democrat, bro. Whew. Ain't that trippy? That's trippy, That's right? Next level shit. Play with That's the minds. That's trippy. Mind, mind you, mind you. Remember, bro. He lied. He lied. He he didn't lie under oath. I don't think. He lied at first when he made a statement and said he did not have sexual relations with that woman. Then under oath, he said he did. And everybody was like, oh, like, like you know, he like he let the people down. You know what I mean? He told a, told a nice big fat thing. Hey, man. <laughs> it's crazy how that was like a presidential scandal back then. You know, it was a scandal back then. But now we got Big Trumpito. That dude's wilding. Like... A man spending thousands of dollars of taxpayers' money on his plane and fuel and shit to go play golf. And we were going crazy at Obama for wearing a tan suit. But one thing that's <laughs> like I'm not about to make Obama no, no, be no. perfect I, though. Come I understand on, that. Like, come on. If it's one thing presidents have taught you, dude, I mean like mind. bro, we it's know pre- we know go Obama ahead, definitely ahead, killed some people. You know? He definitely dropped those bombs out there. You know? So it's like, I mean, bro, Obama's still number one in my book. He's black. Like, and he did his shit. And niggas was chilling. Gay people got to get their rights and shit. We got legalized in a couple states while he was here. And he killed Osama. You know? So it's like, he did cool. But there's also things that we also have to, like, you know, accept. Cause niggas be trying to act like that shit ain't real. 
There's some things going on in that damn White House, man. But all right, political Sachi, I'm gonna I'm let you segue into yeah, what's so, next, bro. I already know what you want to talk about. You just want to talk about some damn music. All you want to do is talk about some music. So, Chris, listen. So, all Shanae homies be telling me I need to listen to some damn PopCon. First of all, Chris, I did not know PopCon was the dude on that Jamie XX song with Young Thug. I did not know this, bro. I, I was, I'm was i late to the party. I did not dude, know PopCon I, was that lit. See, this is a good thing about I being did. a Drake fan. He He hops on so many things, you know? Knew about PopCon a long time ago. You know, Ovio Unruly. <laughs> you need to relax. Yeah, shout out PopCon one time. Uh, yo, bro, he was on the Gorillaz album. Mm, uh, which one? The new one, right? came out last year. Song was fire. Okay, okay. So the... Got you. That is trippy. You got me dead talking about that OVO. Yeah. Shit. Um, oh, no, it's fun because, um, I mean, our, when I listen to music like that, like, I usually just like, uh, and not even music like that saying like reggae. There's a lot of reggae I can just understand off rip. But Popcorn, Popcorn, be, you know, he be talking that shit that I just have. I'm not, I'm not trained for that yet. You know, like my, my interactions with my Jamaican side have been as, you know, far as, uh, you know, just being with my family, um, but yeah, that nigga Popcorn be talking that real shit. He talks that patois that I don't even think Drake can mimic. Um, but yeah, like I like to read the lyrics and then listen to it again, and I can hear it. Like it's kind of like when you heard Flatbed Freestyle for the first time and you didn't know what the fuck he was saying, but once you saw what he was saying, you could hear what he was saying. Uh, yeah, I do that for him, and I do that for Dev Hines too. Oh yeah, and you guys that that are listening mm. right now you know everybody guys and gals everyone inclusive uh next well not an next episode but we're we're inching closer to that year-end episode so uh send in your questions that you want to hear get hit me or woody up on uh instagram uh just let us know what you guys uh want to know and uh we'll definitely try to answer all of those and uh, we're going to be giving you guys our list that we do every year top five or top 10 songs and albums and uh, other categories that we will see fit. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We're going to be doing pretty, going pretty crazy with that one. You know, I know you're excited, Woody. Yeah, I'm excited about these Condor Garcia Air Force Ones too. I ain't mean to be looking at them while I be talking. Them shit's kind of busting right now. I'm looking at I them. want those Elix. They look like they those Elix uh, Nikes. I'm ready for that. That, that shit looks like you know what those Elix Nikes Cyberpunk. look like? They look like those Nikes that can't. No, they look like those Nikes that already came out, but yeah. it like they made like a like better version that, of that. Like with that fucking long ass. You, uh, yeah, yeah, with the with the long yeah, back like on those. them. You I know like, which one I I'm like talking that, about, right? I like that big ass platform. It looks like it propels you like on some Zoom Fly shit. Like, but now yeah, I really man. want those. Like I like the oh, Elix nice shoes. Zoom I like it without. I even like it without the the outsole. I think that that's a really good shoot, Matthew Williams. Man, he's just on his shit right now. Oh whoa, Chris! Did you know those um, moon racers? The Nike check is not actually fully on the shoes, kind of hanging above it. You Did ain't not know, know that. that at all. Did not know that at all. Shit, I ain't know that. Yeah, um, I'm about to send this to you. You're gonna be like, okay, all right, um, all right. <laughs> man, why are we, man? Man, sneakers, sneakers run you crazy, are, bro. All you right. know what's weird? In UK, they spell it out. They just, they just spell it out. Sneakers, not S N K R S, <coughs> like the app. It's just sneakers in 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 UK, which is pretty cool. Like with the the whole, I guess word. It doesn't look as cool as America, but I thought that was kind of interesting. You know. How like a Big Mac is called a Royale out there or some shit. <laughs> you be knowing some shit, Chris. You gotta get you. Yeah, you gotta I'm get trying you to go on a on. game show. Oh, uh, never mind. I was, I was, Yo, dude, let's do Family Feud. I was, gonna, I, was gonna, I was gonna say some illegal shit. Yo, if we would do Family Feud, who okay. would we take? Who's our family? We gotta we gotta assemble the smartest people around us. Facts, like the the and not even just intellectually. I'm, I'm talking about the niggas that just know the most random shit, like. So would so would you take Fuck Matthew no. Chen? I'm sorry, Matthew Chen. You said Matthew no, Chen, you I'd can't love take you to Matthew death, Chen. I just don't think that you're built for this one right here. Womp, womp, uh, womp. 
You know who I would okay, bring? No Matthew you know Chan, but Family Feud. I'm bringing, the, how... I'm, bringing, I'm bringing the Matt Nine off rip. I'm bringing mm. Matt Nine off rip. Matt Nine is going to be Bro. in there. He's going to be like, well, actually. <laughs> them stub, them Yo, stubby Joel, ass arms. <laughs> I'm not bringing. You know what? All right. Um, who, who, all right. It. So who's your choice for You one? said it. Yeah, that's what I'm my bringing next going to be. Um, cause even if you don't know, it's gonna be funny. Cause whatever he say is gonna be like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I would have thought of that. Um, definitely not bringing Aurora. <laughs> Aurora, so one track minded. If anybody, if nobody say what he say, bro, y'all don't know what y'all talk about. Um, um, let's see, who else would I bring? I would bring Shanae. Oh, yeah. That's a no brainer, bro. Yeah, she's a fucking doctor. Yeah, I just bring. It. She's a doctor. No, your, yeah, that's all I was hold on, your girl's smart too. Here. I think that's it. That's it. That's, yeah, that's, so that's, that's, that's it. The dream team. That's it. Because it's only like, yeah, it's only like five yeah. people. That's it, man. That's it. No, and then Asha would be one of the um nice. if somebody couldn't make it. Asha would be the reserve, or she would be in the crowd. So I heard you got another friend here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know how they always do that. They always do that. Shout out to Asha. Man. I gotta get Asha. Hell I gotta yeah. give Asha um, a shoe. No, I, I want to so go look, on a game Chris, show one day. We should do that. No, like, that would be awesome. No, absolutely. It's all gonna come my way. It's coming our way. I didn't even tell you the um the guest news, so I gotta tell you about the part two of that. I told Reggie already. So let me trip you out real quick. So Shanae has this dope ass theory about Travis Scott, and bro, she's right. Travis Scott might be the most unknown person who shows his face but don't really show his face. Like, Chris, can you really pinpoint what Travis Scott looks like right now in your brain? Do you really yeah. know what Travis Scott looks like? But I know what you're talking about, though. Why I know what you're so talking into about, that? Nah. Yeah, because, like, bro, okay, Travis okay, Scott so is maybe weird. We just don't He's see an it, anomaly. But like, no. Yo, bro, tell me what Travis Scott looks like. Like, I bet you can explain what Kanye West looks like. Like, you can it's explain Travis Scott, bro, his Travis eyes, looks like his so nose. Many people. Like, Travis Scott just looks like a... Uh, a like a fucking bizarro ASAP Rocky, like not not in the face I'm though, bro. About his silhouette, but of his like you face, get what I'm saying. I can't how look at his face, I can't see it, Woody. <laughs> it, that's but you just make okay. So that's the point we making. You really don't get to see what he looked like, bro. Remember when he didn't have hair, he would always wear shades, and then when he started growing his hair, he was always wearing hats. And then even on his first album, weird. when he's showing his face, his face is his face is being covered by like grass and like the, the leaves. Dude, and listen, stuff. listen, listen. This is another like, bro, thing he... about Travis Scott. Travis Scott is never talking about anything. Like, there's certain songs where I'm listening to the lyrics and I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Because I'd be invested into it and I'd be listening because right, well, he'd well, be listen, saying it's so not... fire, you know, like. Like and that's all coffee bean, you know, back of the coffee line, back, back. I'm like, oh, he about to go crazy. But this nigga just talking about nonsense. I'm like, I'm cool with it because I'm not going to Travis Scott for lyrics. But a lot of people think that he can rap, and he, while he can, on these latest albums, he just don't be talking about nothing. And it's cool though, you know, like because we got that sicko mode, we got that R.I.P. screw, we got that Astro Thunder. But so are you are you ready to give in and say sicko mode the biggest song of the year? Uh, <laughs> just let me know. Are you are you ready, bro? Bro, you see what people did at the, the only concert. Song that I could say that would be it got to be in my feelings is the biggest song of the year, dude. You know what I'm oh, talking about? Are you talking about, about the banger? Though, bro. I mean, Mo Bamba one of those is up there too. songs. But Bo Baba started to get uh, adopted by the white people. You see the meme? It was like all the no, dudes yeah. with the no, with the chubs on the, the and the little bow tie, baby? and it was like it was like, hey, do you got Bo Baba? Yeah, Can yeah. you play Bo Baba? Bro, they basically because <laughs> um, it was funny on Twitter. I guess there's always ongoing dialogues on Twitter, and a dialogue that was recently around was that you know Mo Bamba was the next Finito, and in terms of Black Twitter, the hierarchy, Finito is currently right now. <laughs> Fanito is currently right now like the nuck of you. Both. Yo, I know this is the worst thing to say, but Fanito just made. Yeah, that's a what whole, I'm saying. Like after uh, that happened, niggas was like, "Don't it, ever question which song is better." And I, I commented, I was like, "But bro, what we need to do is just basically yo, bro, play you, the song." When you make a clubhouse 
in an apartment complex lose a floor? That's in a even though that's, that's an terrible, and, I'm, and I hope everyone was okay. Yeah, bro, that was in an apartment complex in the clubhouse because you know the clubhouse is where people like, uh, you know, like where they throw parties and it's right before you get to the pool. That's that's hilarious. You know? Like, I mean, I like, bro, people got injured, nobody died. I, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and act like I didn't laugh at that. Like, for real, for real, if niggas want to really settle this shit, what they need to do is they need to get a control, two control groups, and play both songs, and see which has the most injuries. Because there's no other way that we're gonna be able to measure this, Chris. I don't I'm like sorry, you dude. Going with there's this, no bro. other way to measure this. You talk, you talking about injuries, no bro. To measure this. Like, there no, are thousands of other ways already to measure proved it, itself. Until we can have Mo Bamba show that it can cause a complete riot or something catastrophic to happen, it is just not. A, it's not a more powerful song. Because before that, Finito, had, the only song that was before Finito that was really going crazy it was. Was really hard in the paint. It was hard in the paint before that, and then before hard in the paint, it was knuck if you buck. And I know there's a lot in between there that we you have know, missed, but I think that those are pretty much the key corners, like cornerstone. You know, like crazy songs. We also have like you know dreams and nightmares, um, a plethora of. I actually it, hate, I, I hate dreams it too, and but I know every single word, and when it comes on, I'm definitely gonna sing it. Um, yes. Nah, I've actually perfected staying calm wow like when the beat drops wow that's some I next to, level i know how to stay that's calm next bro. Level i'm, I'm shit, serious dude. no that's some next level zen shit bro like when you've heard that song at nauseum nauseum look that up at nauseum but um <laughs> yeah you like that but uh when you've heard that type of song at nauseum you almost get numb to it and yeah. you're like man have like, you been what? able to hold your you know hold up wait have a minute been, y'all thought i was finished have you been when able to that, hold your uh pull the ash your tomorrow con- y'all thought you i was able to contain your your excitement when look at me comes on are you too are you too old to be affected by that yeah because for what, young kids that song is like crack as soon as you play that that no 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 you, you, you know the song that that gets people that um the other song he got sad sad <laughs> gets the kids Man, niggas moving gonna be crying like, in the fucking crowd yeah bro people nah what well, was that other like song that. people like I'm to be emotional 2018 that song was a, was a was a banger and then what was the other song that bad rats or something like that with him and scheme i forgot but i but i do want to go back to mo bamba and shit, um and finito for a second so trip so so get this one thing about Finito that a lot of people forget, that may have been one of the first and pure cultivated bangers on the internet Facts. versus the radio. Like, Mo Bamba gets played on the radio. Finito yeah, didn't get played for, on the radio like Chief that. Chief Keef was absolutely really blackballed. Yeah, he was blackballed. So, like, that song rose above what it was doing. Remember, we podcasted about it. Remember I told you how, like, the video had, like, I mean, like the lyric video or like the the, the YouTube video had like three million views. Yeah, because Chief Keef like, was on a run. I really, I really hope Chief Keef. Chief Keef has had multiple runs because he dropped. Yeah, like it. he wasn't. Yeah, but no, no I think he, he was he literally on the run too. I don't he think he was. He, he dropped. Um, he dropped what you call it. Um, goddamn, why, why, why is my oh Sosa Chamberlain, bro? Like he he dropped. Earned it. He also yeah, dropped. Earned it. Fucking dro- and the beat go up. Oh. Yo, bitch, got that wet with my gun, got that wet. Oh no, that's the social chamber. My bad, but yeah, bro, he, he he went on a run. I don't know. He had some bangers. He had love, no thotties. No, that had, was that was the shits. that but was back like twenty fifteen when is, he dropped like macaroni time, all that shit. That was scary, and it's it's insane that Chief Keef is only twenty three years old, and we have already talked about almost three like three eras of him. Like, what the fuck. My point is this, though. When you hear that song, the fact that he was so honest and just said, I'm riding through New York, finna the go and shoot New Jersey up. That song. Try to take my chain. I ain't going. We go go and blow New We go go and blow New Jersey up. He said, you want something? Hurry up. I want cheese. So listen, there. like a, a couple songs, you know, Shanae missed because maybe she was in school or doing other stuff and wasn't really in the field. So when she heard that song, and she do the and she see that I do every word, this is why I love black people, cause black people we know how to manufacture music so well. We'll make someone wish they knew the song. 
that's what the Mobamba effect was. Everybody wish they knew the words because it's so aggressive and it sounds like they should know it. So most people are like, is this a is this a is this a Travis Scott song I haven't heard? No, it's just the most raw internet shit you might hear in 2018. Like he's just on the song to saying, bitch. <laughs> like his 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 way of saying bitch and like is so is so man it's so it's powerful. The way he channels all his anger. It's so powerful. I live a mud boy lifestyle. Killers on yeah, speed. Man. Yo, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, Gmail. I think a, a top ten song of the year for me, no question. Just a preview into my list is W E S P N by Sheck West. That is one of the best songs I've heard this year. I am just blown away by that song. Like, well, you well, you might as well just get ready to argue with me. We do this top ten list every year. Everyone knows it, and and I'm sorry. Do that ain't going up there. When I think of top ten songs, when I think of top ten songs, I think of like the intro to Playboy I mean, Cardi's like, album. I think my top ten is gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah, you know my, my list is gonna be fire. Playlist on Apple Music so you guys can listen to it. Well, I can't do that. Being that, I think for the first time, a song in my top ten will be an unreleased song. Cause this year nobody put out music. And everybody, everybody just teasing everybody. Probably uh, it was mostly mid. Like bro. Like, I had a nigga tell me today, a black man, told me today that Daytona and Kissy Ghost was trash in that Scorpion album of the year. I was like, wow, y'all niggas are real. Like, bro, we got real life KTT users <laughs> in real life being KTT users. That shit is crazy. But, um, and it's, it, it is, and it's really wild because I Absolutely. live in Virginia. Like, I live in Virginia, you know, and there's people here. Ain't nobody loyal to I mean, Pusha T. I mean, I know a lot of people growing up that were like all my cousins, older cousins and shit. They love Pusha T and stuff. You know, I guess it just didn't trickle down to the the next generation. Um, Virginia so underrated. You got Trey Songz, I'm gonna, Chris I'm Brown, Missy Elliott, Timbaland. Woody, I put it on everything clips, I love. Motherfucking if there was any other state that I should have moved to, I'm so happy that it was like Virginia. Like, because it's really like, it's really back, like back the, on these Teddy Grams. It's like the uh, the borderline of northern and southern culture. Like, I live, like, in the south of Virginia, so I'm more influenced by, like, North Carolina. But, you know, I go up to Nova all the time, and there's, like, you know, it's just a whole different shift. And I don't know. It's really, really cool. Like, we got a pretty good – I mean, I think that we're going to have, like, another renaissance soon. But in terms of pop culture and, you know, like, the music that goes along with it, Virginia is definitely the most important state in the last 20 years, I would say. You know, we got Pharrell and Timbaland. They shape pop music to what it is today. And, um... Um, they're def... No, Virginia's definitely, like, in the top 15 or top 10. But is it the number one? You can't I'm go saying, that far, the Chris. reason why... The only reason why some I'm people saying can that, listen Because some people can listen to a Jay-Z song. Some people can listen to a Jay-Z song acapella. Uh... I'm saying that simply because, like, I really think that Timbaland and Pharrell, those two right there kind of, like, they went beyond hip-hop. And they really, like, you you see how, like, DJ, no, 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 but I'm saying, a like, lot of people a lot of went people beyond like, hip-hop, though. Mustard. You got fucking Kanye West, obviously. Yikes, bro. You bro, really said DJ you, fucking Mustard, right. no, bro? No, 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 you trying no, no, to... No, no, no. Yo, listen bro, right DJ now, bro. Mustard ain't, ain't even close to... 20, bro, nah, listen, don't do that, bro. Come on, bro. After My Crazy Life came out, after DJ Mustard was on his run, every fucking pop song has the same exact type of DJ Mustard beat, bro. He changed... Why no, are you saying, talking bro, about like, pop, in terms though, of influence, bro? That shit, bro. DJ Mustard has one of the most influential production styles in all of music this decade, bro. DJ Mustard is very, very okay. So Ronnie Fag is the most influ. So Ronnie Fag is the most influential, uh, man, like influential in fashion. Anybody? Come on, like okay. So same, yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. What are you talking about? People wasn't went making them joggers before Ronnie Fag. New, new Ronnie Fag. Ronnie Fag definitely uh, pioneered the running shit, I guess, but. Or Ronnie Fag, how the fuck you want to say it? The point is this, Chris. Don't mistake a bunch of corny people doing something as the norm. Don't use that as your as your blanket to make a point, Chris. Because remember, as many corny songs Pharrell may have done, Pharrell made real deal soul-touching bangers. I can't say the same for DJ Mustard, bro. I, I mean, can't say the same. That's cool. 
Did he make a sound that people copied? Yes. But so did Little John and a whole bunch of other people. And Little John ain't no top ten producer of all time. I mean, and look, and Little John changed yo, the whole. Yo, put respect he changed, on Lil John's bro, he, name. Lil John was producing all those songs. Yo, bro. Yo, bro, Lil John made turn down for what, and he also yes, he also bro. was he, doing he, snap he has music. A very, he, and, and he was killing crazy. it. You know who else is another person that's like it. Lil John? And so did, Will I am. I, people don't put that respect, bro. Will yeah, I am? Yeah, and, 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 and there's there's other people there's other people in that realm. There's people like Scott Starch, you know what I mean, and like people like you know what I mean who are like in that in that realm who do stuff like that. That edit's gonna be really funny when I when I'm listening to this podcast again. I'm gonna be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like that was trippy. So understand, Chris. Just because you make a bunch of pop music or a pop sound becomes good, it has to balance out with your real shit. The shit that you know is like the stew. It's like the oil in the in the in the roast stew that you're making, which is you know hip hop. And DJ Mustard might got more pop singles than he does actual bangers that people can actually correlate like his success to you know so like for pharrell and timlin they went just as far in both in both spectrums in both sides i can't say the same for dj mustard can i say the same for people like kanye west and others yes but dr dre yes you know i don't even think pharrell's one two or three and 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 produces of you don't think pharrell of all time I want to put him up there in my personal, and my personal, in my personal, he's number, he got to be I, one but to you me. Don't, you, you but don't think like, there's a fighting but case it's right like, now for damn. the Neptunes being the greatest production, like for like hip-hop being the greatest producers of all time? Well, you got to think, the one thing that's helping them is that they've been around forever. It's been forever. And when I say forever, they pro- bro. They, he helped produce Chris, fucking they, SWV. I mean, Chris, they... I mean, Chris, they made. I mean, yes, Chris, they made shake like, it fast. They made, in my opinion, the best hip hop beat. Like, no, they made l- the l- best. No, Chris, they made hot. Chris, they made hot in here. Grinding's a, in my to opinion, my the, grinding. The, it's the perfect hip hop beat. And see, you kind of caught my point because I was gonna say not, not for yeah, real. The Neptunes. The Neptunes. You know, but but that's Chad Hugo oh, yeah. as Chad well. Hugo you get what I'm like, saying? That's not just for real. Um, Andre three thousand to to. I mean, uh, big boy to Andre 3000. People try to give Andre all the credit, but in actuality, that nigga was putting up just as many buckets. Like, Pharrell was just a nigga that was singing. You know what I mean? Also. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I fuck with Chad Hugo. Always been, you know, kind of reclusive. Does his thing. Puts out those classics. You know? And, uh, just kills shit. But, yeah, man. I, yeah, for, for personal and... Like for an actual definitive list, I'm putting Neptune as number one. Like, I'm just putting them as number one. My whole entire childhood was just like curated by them. I can't escape it. It's just it. it they gotta be the goats. Uh, How'd you feel about what what Kid Cudi said about um Pharrell? He felt like he disappointed him because he don't think he'll be able to work with him again because he felt like the songs they did didn't hit. You know, that really hurt to me because I think that Flight at First Sight is one of the best songs ever fucking created in Mankind. Like, bro, the the transition, all that shit, all the songs they did on that album were phenomenal, but Passion Pain and uh, Demon Slaying, it just, there were so many songs on there that people didn't pay attention to. You know, you had fucking, uh, you, you had Kitchen, the, the banger of the century. <laughs> we had fucking uh, uh, Distant Fantasies. Um, it like the second half of that album was crazy. It was a, it was a good project, good solid project. But I mean, I don't think that I wonder what they're measuring this off of. Are they measuring off the quality of the tracks, what they feel about it? Or are they measuring it off of how people reacted? Because uh, like in reality, people slept on that Kid Cudi album. He had two Andre three thousand features, if I'm correct. Two, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like. He had, you know, Absolutely. production from Pharrell and, you know, Plain Pat and all this shit. Like, I I don't, I, I'm really disappointed with that because I just think they're a great duo. I think that they do good stuff together. And the way that Kid Cudi rides tracks and, you know, rhythms and the melodies and shit, like, it just flows perfectly with Pharrell's production. Like, because was that produced by Pharrell or was it the Neptunes? 
I forget. I'm about I don't to fact check it right now. You. Um, not, oh no, it was just solely Pharrell. Um, I wonder. I wonder who made the pump it up beat. Pump it up, buddy. that bro. <laughs> he deserves an award. That's a classic. Yikes! No, Dude, that shit was bro. Used it, fucking, you can't. Um, that shit, yo, bro. That shit represents everything. I don't want to remember about, bro, the two, like, about the two thousand. That beat is still classic, bro. <laughs> I want to remember, Yo, bro, like, excuse you know me, miss. funniest part about and it, I want to remember. You over here talking about, like, I wonder who did it. Nick, it was just Blaze. <laughs> ah! Oh, my goodness! Yo, just Blaze! The God. See? But, see, it's like, how can you forget Just Blaze? I feel like Just Blaze is one of those producers that, like, wherever he goes on the list, Kanye has to go right next to him. Arguably. They yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. They can't go higher. They can't go higher than either of each other. Yeah, they, it's like either, they have yeah, to be tied wherever you want to put them. If you want to put them number four, you got to tie them together, because literally the whole era that defined Jay Z as a winner, like the mogul that most people know him as, that yeah, was just, just Blaze all the way. Uh, yes, it was Pharrell too. Yes, it was Kanye, but Just Blaze was right there making the deep cuts that people really yeah, cared. He's for. a legend. Uh, like I said, he's an amazing polo. Uh, collector if you guys see his polo videos remember the polo gate oh no he he, he uh, he's a life enthusiast he's one of those people where you should definitely look yeah i'd be watching all his videos as a, like his crate uh, digger shit like he's an interesting cat you know yeah i would love to have him on the podcast but he always nah, sounds dude, like he's i want to talk to just blaze okay so talk to him in real life this we can true. talk to him in real this life we don't got to talk to him on the podcast it's just certain. It's just certain people we could contact that don't need to be on the podcast. It's just, yeah, podcasts just be binding things. We are gonna have a really good person on the podcast soon, though. We're gonna have someone who's writing a book about XXX and Tessian. I know people don't want to hear that shit, especially after the news broke that he admitted to hit. No, no, no. To, you know what's the craziest Charlie, part but, about it, you know. right? So this statement is from uh, it's from mm-hmm. 2016. So this was X. Okay. Probably pr- like during or post his heroin phase, right? Nigga used to do heroin with his girlfriend. In this little, I guess, deposition, I know it was just recorded candidly, but I'm just gonna call it a deposition because he was fucking telling hella shit. Um, this nigga basically said that he stabbed eight niggas in one night. Some, I guess, an altercation happened, and this nigga stabbed eight niggas. And people talking about him admitting this shit. Bro, this dude may have been at one point like, like, bro, that nigga needed a psychiatrist. That's all I'm saying. That's crazy, bro. But I don't know, man. Shout out. Um, Were you just deflecting? No. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very sure. sure. I, I didn't know. I'm this just is crazy, though. Um. But yeah, I just don't understand how like I mean I understand why people are gonna focus on that one thing, but it's just it's just crazy like Do you though? You did that also, niggas not talking about that, like but I don't know. I just think that at this point just he's he's dead. Let him rest. Like there's nothing that we can do about this at this point. There's no rehabilitation. There's there's come on, the nigga's dead. And it's only gonna make Geneva his ex girlfriend situation worse. Uh, people are fucking sending her death threats and shit. She would have like one of those anime names. Geneva is like one of the names of like Geneva is like the name Dude, of like Sephiroth's mother. I never knew in that. Final Fantasy, X bro. was Jamaican. Yeah, and that's the thing that the the dude is going to talk about with us because he lived in a Jamaican neighborhood and misogyny is such a big thing in certain neighborhoods in 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 florida i'm not gonna say it's the the thing in in in, um in jamaican um culture i don't have the right to say it so i can't say it but it was big where he was at and people say that all the time so it's like damn man this is the thing people don't be understanding man you want somebody to be good but who they were for their environment was sufficient at the time and people don't know how to make a complete 180 because they become rich they don't know how to do that, man. And the sucky part about it is, is that people want to act like someone is a real monster or this and that and that and the third. But when you hear people rap about some of these things that are, that cool. are horrific or not cool, and you and, and you rap it, 
you're promoting the stuff and you're promoting it because it's at your convenience or at the safety of your home or at the safety of of your pleasure or at the convenience of your pleasure because you're at a concert or a festival. Yeah. And that's not what it is. At the end of the day, Chris, we just talked about um, Sicko Mode being one of the best songs. And what is the biggest line I on that song, Zan. Chris? Rap it for me. The biggest line on the song. In. Have me out like a light. Have and me it, out like, like a light. I think the biggest like the biggest example and, of that uh, recently uh, 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 was uh, 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 the Brockhampton situation. Hold up, but let me trip you out, Chris. But let me trip you out. Xanax and alcohol are the two are the two drugs that if you try to go cold turkey on and you you have withdrawals, yeah. you could potentially die off of it. You them. have to taper yourself off. But but yet and still when because I don't know if you know this, but let me trip you out. So I'm not gonna act like I'm the smartest person in the world when it comes to benzos or bezos, however the fuck you say it, because I don't even do drugs like this. But Chris, basically Xanax prepares your body to think you're about to have a um a seizure. <laughs> what? The fuck? I thought that shit was supposed to prepare you to I'm go to sleep. I... That's an ambient, right? No. Oh yeah, but drugs, still, nah. Weird. But the point is, is that some people do Xanax with the lean. Remember that was an amazing that was a song thing for a while too. Soldier Boy, tell him that pioneered a modern Boy. sound. Yeah, right Zan, now. Zan, put, Zan put respect on Soldier Boy's name real quick. Drop a flex bomb. Yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, even Lil Wayne has said Zan and Aline before. Like, yeah. like Zan and Aline. Like, bro. Like it's really a thing, and people don't want to talk about it, but they want to celebrate it when it's can when it's convenient and. The biggest pop star, as you would say, who has the biggest reach to all these people, has everyone saying, I, I popped half a Zan, bro. Like, no one's bleeping that out, bro. You know what I mean? Let's just keep yeah, it real. Yeah, dude, because it's, it's coming from so, Drake. So, so, so understand that. So, understand that these people who are in tough situations, like a Kodak Black, like a XXX, like Chief Keef, where they're at, how they act towards life. It's not only an act of survival, but it's actually not frowned upon. It's it's like incentivized and people treat you good for it. So calling a girl a bitch is actually a compliment in these environments. Fucking multiple girls or, or, or getting a train ran. I mean, running a train on a girl is vulgar and terrible as that sounds coming out of my mouth. I lived it. So I know that it's true. And they lived it. And you and they make a million dollars, and in six months you want them to be cleaned up and ready for white America. Well, Ellen, you know I did live in a community one time. I'm a suburban. You know, it's dude. like that. It's like that. I'm um, a suburban. It's like that Kodak Black. Yeah, I'm a suburban. I'm a suburban dude. Like no, it's it's no. Bro, that <laughs> like, is the funniest. That's not it. Bro, I, I think the that's the name of the podcast. Video, there said, we go. I'm not a project baby anymore. I'm a suburban. So, yeah, Suburban Chronicles Part One. This is the podcast. Yeah, it's Chris. been suburban. There we go. It's been suburban fuck. Chronicles. They really got us fucked up, man. Me, man, this shit's weird. It's still weird. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what's weird about absolutely. like white neighborhoods? And then, like, there's just there was just there's just like a lot of things here that happened that didn't happen where I used to live. Like every fucking morning, I see my third grade teacher walking her dog. Like, there's much more interaction between neighbors. Uh, there's actual neighborhood drama. Uh, I actually didn't know about this for a long time. But I went to a, a yard sale, wouldn't And they were talking about neighborhood tea. And I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? People don't be minding their own business? It's really, really, it's really, really weird. But I'm a suburban dude. You know, it's just, it's just how it goes. Fuck, we was talking about the Joe Budden podcast, and they just gave, and they just gave me a um, ad. Yeah, what's up, you guys? Yo, bro, Nick's been really flaming Joe Budden about his old fits. Uh, they found a picture of him where he had on a black leather Sean John jacket, black T-shirt, and some V-Lone, basically V-Lone length uh, blue jeans. And he had the jeans tucked from the inside. Like, he tucked the motherfuckers like, you, you know what I'm trying to say, right? 
He tucked them shits inside. Yeah. He had some all black sneakers. Like they may have been forces, may have been lugs. I don't know. They just look like a big black, like shape. <laughs> but yeah, they've just been flaming Joe Budden about his fits lately. It's great. Um, somebody needs to hire him a stylist. Cause that nigga be coming on the on the show, bro. You saw that fit that he had with that hoodie that was like touching his fucking. As soon as you said no stylist, I thought about French Montana and hookah. I want to kill myself. Fuck. No stylist. That bad makes hookah music, bro. Cause you know he's from Africa, Man. but he looks all like you know. Yeah. You uh, know what he looks like. That shit really like dis like it, uh, excuse me not disturbed. It confused me at first, like. I saw French Montana. I was like, bro, this is like DJ Khaled's brother or some shit. Like, you know, it's 2011, so a lot of different times. A lot of different times. I love how you like to introduce how you know people I mean, and yeah. stuff. That's cute. I saw Virgil. How I was, saw Virgil uh, the other day. How was talk to him. Mr. It, it was brief. It was elevated talk. Virgil was just like, I love it, man. Everything you're doing, man, I love it. It's really dope, man. Um, then he also said something I'm not saying on the internet. I'll tell you in person. It's not really. It's not. <laughs> if really I told you on the internet, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> it wasn't. Wasn't. Wasn't the most positive thing, you know. Oh, we ain't even talk about your boy Pusha T. Ah, Chris. Oh. First of all. Let's just get this out the way. I'm just going to say it so you don't say it. I'm going to say it with a straight face. We know who told Pusha T and Steven Victor. It's none of your business. It doesn't matter. But do we know? Yes. Are they telling the truth? Yes. Now that you know they're telling the truth, Chris, how do you feel about that? How do you feel your man 40 okay, so gave it up? Bro? Off rip, I believed it. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's crazy because like at the beginning of this beef, Pusha T claimed to have got the information from the OVO camp. But, like, you know, they always are. Uh, you know how Beyonce has Beehive and, you know, Kendrick has Kenfolk, wackest name ever. Um, you know, there's Poppies. <laughs> Bro, I will fucking end this podcast right now. They call Kenfolk. Kendrick's fans Kenfolk. So trash. So trash. But it's not as bad okay. as Poppy's Angels. Uh, Poppy's Angels have been taking big L's lately. I think, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before you start, Lil B Defense Squad. No, no, might it's be not called Lil B Defense Squad. It's actually any... called uh, the Task Force. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, the you're Task speaking Force. To a lieutenant. Yeah. A lieutenant in the uh, Task Force bitch mob protecting Lil B since 2018. Fuck out of here. You can't name 10 Lil B songs. Name me 10 Lil B songs. Okay, uh, name me 10 Lil B songs. Suck my dick hoe. Uh, I'm going to eat her ass. Uh, cook steak knife. Um, uh, wonton soup like a Martian. Uh, um, 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 you at four? Oh, dude, no, that was six. To go. Okay, that was four like songs, bro. Uh, like I just said, uh, let me think of. A, oh, okay. Uh, I'm the police. The truth. Um, I'm gonna give you two. What? I'm gonna give you two. Violate that bitch. Yeah. Violate that bitch. I Did you already say wonton? No, I didn't say wonton soup. I thought I said it. Okay, so okay, okay, so oh, there's your dude, two. You got this two is more. Easy, Woody. Like I can just go through. Like like I love you. No, it's not about oh, going through. You. Go oh, tell Obama me. Base God. Uh. Okay, so there you go. All right, you good. You listen, good. man. But woof, bro. Talking about you a lieutenant. How no, the fuck dude, you a lieutenant. Like, Woody, I can barely name ten songs. Like, I was just sitting here having to think, bro. Little B released like fucking ten mixtapes. Okay. Let. Okay. Wait. 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 We gonna do this live, and don't even play yourself. Oh, name me ten Drake songs. Okay, Go. Uh, let's let's just. I'm gonna just give you like one per album, and then Lucy's. So so far gone, we can just. So far gone, we can just Look do the calm. Uh, thank me later. We can do unforgettable. Take care. Uh, we're gonna do cameras, the best song of all time. Uh, then we can go to nothing was the same. We can go to pound cake. Uh, then if you're reading this is too late, we're gonna go with a uh, legend. Uh, that was an easy one, but we'll go with a deep cut, and uh, we'll do six man. Uh, then after that, uh, we got Views. Yeah. Ironic. Crazy. That was your sixth song. Uh, next well, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Views. We have uh, Fire and Desire. Really great sim song. More Life. Uh, we also can just throw out uh, Ice Melts. Another deep cut. Um, and then Scorpion. Holy crap. We have 25 songs to choose from. And we're going to choose probably. Let me go through my mental index. Uh, Jaded. And then. 
Oh yeah, what a time to be oh, alive. What a time to be oh, alive. Diamonds dancing. Uh, there you go. You just gave me ten songs, bro, and you and you gave them to me how you wanted to give them to me, and you know why? Because you're a real Drake fan and you a fan. Dude, I could do fan. that. I Shut could do up. the same exact thing Talk with about Little you a B, lieutenant. But I just talking about you a look, lieutenant. I could do you're the same part exact of Poppy's Angels, bro. Don't start with no, me. No, bro. Don't, don't start do with it. Me. Don't do don't it. Start don't do it. Don't do it, bro. No, I already proved the point. You already proved the point. You was looking for something. I said, oh, okay. I'm one of those people where if I do something two times, I'm just gonna do it better the second time. You know, so. I'm not, dude, like, Chris, bro, listen, okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, point, bro. I have bro. no reason you to be on this podcast point. saying shit like that. Why the fuck would I say I'm a task force lieutenant if I don't really like Little B? That's just weird. Because you know why? Because I know I can you can name, name I can, certain bro, I can name that many. Drake. I can name no, hold on, listen to what I'm saying. Tapes, hold on, hold on. My, hold on, my whole entire listen, library listen, on listen, iTunes you is could full name. Little B songs, bro. I don't want to hear this right now, Hold up, Sachi, listen. Listen, Sachi. You can name a Drake album from first track to last but track. Dude, you can't do that for that's no little just B mix way thing. harder. That's way there, harder. There's no but. Like fucking number one bitch had like no, twenty five tracks on there. There's no way I can remember that off t- like off rip right now. No way. I can't name you every single song off Scorpion right now. Dead ass. Like come on, bro. Like shit. you have to realize. And shout out to all my little B fans that are listening to the podcast. You know the struggle. If you have a lot of little B mixtapes in your iTunes library. Every five or six tracks, there's going to be a little B song. Um, it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, shout out to O Five Fuckem for having over a hundred songs. Who, who has the biggest? Who has the biggest discography? Gucci. Lil B, Gucci Man, Lil Wayne. I think it's between Gucci Man and Lil B. Cause it gotta be it gotta be Lil Wayne. I'm gonna tell you why Lil Wayne. Cause at one point, bro. Lil Wayne has so many mixtapes, bro. Lil Wayne has seven mixtapes out in one year, and 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 bro, none of the songs were the same mixtapes, and he didn't make the mixtapes, Chris. These were like fan made mixtapes. Lil Wayne got some Lucy's out there. I just think that most people uncovered most of his Lucy's, so nobody cares. And Lil B, yes, I know he dropped hundred hundred song mixtapes, but people wasn't checking for those songs neither. Lil Wayne to give you seventy songs in a year, you'd be and you feel I mean, like you known half of them. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Shout out. Shout out to, the shout out to my nigga too. YT. We was in uh, the same uh, way too. ninth grade, 10th grade, cooking in class and shit. People didn't know what the fuck was happening. They, it, it, Dude, that was such a good time. Lil B was dropping tape after tape after tape. Like, I guess that's what I got to experience. Because in terms of like when Wayne was dropping all those tapes and shit, like I would be lucky if my cousin played Dedication or some shit. But I never got to get all of you know the leaks and stuff so i lived that vicariously through uh, your rants about that shit so it's pretty cool whenever you're bored bro just go back oh and yeah listen, no bro. oh you speaking of little wayne so speaking much, of little wayne little wayne just had an album that leaked just now it was a bunch of leaked songs uh from this album that he was supposed to release a couple years ago called velvet and it is more of an r&b oriented project and it's like eight, pro- it's like uh, ten songs. Woody, I'm gonna send you the link to it. It's a guy downloaded on Dapiff, bro. It's fire. It's better than the Carter Five. It's better than the Carter. It's not R- it's R&B. R&B oriented. So like he's rapping on that shit, but he's also okay. gonna sing on it. He he know how to make that relationship music. He always know how to do that relationship music. Cause you know what used to be a oh, hit yeah. on those ceilings. I'm single. Single. Well, single. Single was but a yeah, hit. He got some songs on here. And uh, if you Wayne fans. Ever remember the uh, the video where he dis uh, he he did this freestyle? I guess he was freestyling a bunch of times, and like everybody from Young Money except for Drake and Nicki was there, and he dissed Birdman. Uh, one of the parts on that uh, freestyle is a song on this album. It's called Hitman. Um, and yeah, I, I'm I'm really fucking with it. It's something that I would have ex- expected Lil Wayne to do if he actually wanted to try something different. You know, like, he didn't have to go straight full out into the wild of music, you know, like, doing some shit he doesn't ever... I mean, he's never, ever tried before, but I think that this is a pretty good tape. Uh, you guys go check that shit out. It's only on Dat Piff because it's all leaks. Uh, so, I actually had to download something off of Dat Piff for, like, the first time in a year or two. That was crazy. Got a nostalgia trip. I just realized finally the influx of new rappers has finally slowed down. Like nobody's about to give no damn kid Boo because no a lot of people chance. are. Dude, <laughs> kid Boo is like thirty two years old. Yo, the I ain't gonna lie that that little camera feature he did on Instagram yeah, and other people gonna sick. try to do it, and it's just whack. 
That other YBM kid, I can't even take him seriously. Oh, he looks the, like a nerd. Like list. I've like I've seen rappers. Bro, he, he is, looks like a nerd, bro. Bro, he, listen to where we are in rap right now, Woody. We are in a point of rap where lyricism is so far in the backseat, right? You know, we have niggas like Cardi dropping hymns right now. You know, books of hymns. When we get a nigga like YBM Corday or YBM Corday or however you say his fucking name, nigga looks like uh he looks like Tommy from the Rugrats. He gets on a track and he starts rapping like I guess he was a backpack rapper or some shit. And he's not that great, bro. Nigga just be sounding like Eminem. Like and people be acting like this dude's a god because he's a young rapper that could rap on fucking uh my name is. Like this is the dumbest shit to me. I truly believe that if you're a rapper in this day and age, and this comes from somebody that has dabbled and tried to dabble in rap and is trying to dabble in rap right now, there's no fucking way that you can be considered good as a rapper right now if you can't rap on old shit. Like, bro, you cannot come up in this generation and not be able to rap on an old Wu-Tang beat. There's no reason why Ebro should be even asking people to do that shit. It's like... Wait, fuck, Chris. Wait, look, I'm about to send you something. Go on your Instagram right now. I just cut off everything you said. You were saying some some real shit. All right, go yeah. on your Instagram. You want your Instagram? All right, check your DMs. You see that last post I sent you, that yeah. sponsored post? All right, those shoes look like the Matthew Williams shoes, but they're just not the Matthew Williams collab. I think they might be nah, done with an extra they cage don't look on like them. I've already seen the shoe without the cage. They look crazy, but they don't look like that. They look like some... Other shit, for real. Sure, big fella. But yeah, like I look at it as like like computer software. Like if you bring a Windows ninety eight application onto a Windows ten computer, it's gonna run. You know what I mean? It's the same exact thing with rappers. If you bring a nineteen ninety eight beat to somebody that considers themselves a remotely good rapper in twenty eighteen, they're gonna be able to rap on it. You know what I mean? Like, but you couldn't say the same thing about somebody from 1998 coming and rapping on some Molly Raw beats. Like, it's just, I think it's, we're, we don't realize that a lot of people don't. And it's like, we could, we shouldn't just be like acting like this is the next, next nigga, you know, like from fucking heaven. He's not that great. Fucking Lil Uzi raps better than that dude when he tries, you know? So it's like, I don't know. They got to get him out of here. That other nigga is just funny as hell. So I won't be really caring. He'd be talking about, having like China's baby or whatever <laughs> that nigga's funny and then YBN you know YBM Namir I don't know that dude reminds me of Lazlo or some shit like I'm not really fucking with him he he thinks he's an internet well he thinks he's a gangster but in reality you know niggas was just some really great role players on Grand Theft Auto maybe YBM is a gangster and we just don't know it and this is what you're gonna timestamp me in cause I had stopped my recording yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna hear me say YBM is a gangster it's all good so listen the new rappers they suck cause they're really teeny boppers and it's okay but someone's gonna find some love for them and it's all good the same way they find love for everybody else we're just in that man period we're in that oh, period right now like, oh. where there's going to be a lot of rappers that hold pop up, up that up. don't last. Like, It's just in that transitional period. We're waiting for the new people to step up. You know, Drake and Cole and and uh, and uh, and Kendrick are still reigning right now. So, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, well, if Lil Uzi stopped being so fucking weird. Yeah, man. Whatever, I'm just, man. Yeah. So, Chris. Last last thing I want to talk about before we go, those Union Air Jordan ones, they're beautiful, right? Yeah, I'm really blown away by that shoe. Um, yeah, they, they were, were up to something. Those. The the way that they got the midsole yellow, <laughs> bro, they got the original. They got the laser yellow. Did they you got know the that? swoosh original. You know, even that bread on the on the damn on the ankle, it just looks so damn. It looks so damn bread. It, it looked like uh, no. That shit aged. That shit got AARP. <laughs> yeah. You're really fucking funny today. <laughs> but I'm really excited about those. Probably not going to get them because you're probably going to be like limited as shit. But if I can get my hands. Complex Con. Uh, I won't be attending Complex Con this year, you guys. Got caught up in some shit. Um, 
kind of mad I'm not going out there. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go to Miami uh, in December. So catch me down there at uh, our Basel. You know, we're going to do our, uh, I guess, our outros right now. You know, so shout out to, uh, I think I'm going to shout out Toro Imwa, his new song. His new song, Woody. Whew. Shout out to these fucking Teddy Grams. Yeah, shout out to the Teddy Grams. Uh, shout out to Nature Valley uh, Oats and Honey Granola Bars. Phenomenal. Uh, been really fucking those up lately. And those Mio things. Only thing I don't like about Teddy Grams is the bag be too loose. The bag fuck around and break yeah, all the way aluminum. down to That's the why you have to take the next level, you know, step. With any snacks that you acquire, you have to immediately put them in the Ziploc bag. Immediately in the freezer bag. There's no other way to consume them. Yeah, that's about to happen to these. Thank you guys for listening every time. Hope we provided a nice hour of getaway. If you're on a plane, if you're in class, if you didn't want to listen to your girlfriend, if you didn't want to see your if boyfriend, you're doing work right now. Woody Burst you know, If you're procrastinating about doing work, I love it. I, listen, it's Woody Burst Poppy. We out.